What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another episode of The Spiritual Word. As always, I apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature. So in today's episode, oh, before I start, I'd like to also start these off with a disclaimer by stating that these are for entertainment purposes only. Always do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, to have your own answers, to make your own decisions. And I believe in your ability to do so and to be your own person, as you've already done so by clicking on today's episode. I upload Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. If science, psychology, spirituality, self-help, philosophy or things that you're interested in those are the main topics that i talk about and before i jump into today's episode i want to just say a quick little thank you for being here and for tuning in and tapping in just because i feel like without you there would be no point of me and without me you wouldn't be here you know what i mean so you know thanks for being here i appreciate you and let's jump into today's episode so in today's episode i want to talk about what it means to manifest and before i start this I want you to either write down or just remember, whichever is easier for you, whichever takes no effort, whichever one will, you know, effectively do this, but write down your idea of what manifesting means to you right now. You can pause this, come back to it, or you can pause it, write it down, or you can pause this, write down a little quick notes on your phone, or you can just simply remember it, whatever is easier. So once you're done with that, come back and then we'll get back into the the video. And so after you finish watching or finish listening, whatever uh, platform you're finding me on, then compare that definition that you had before watching this to the definition that you have after watching this and define it after you've watched this. So... Let me get into what it means to manifest and how to do this. So for me, I never really understood what manifesting was until I watched it from an outside point of view. I looked back at the things that I've gotten. I looked back at the things that I've wished for and then they came true and tried to understand how that how that happened and what I was doing to make that happen. And I realized that there's no rhyme or reason to how things can occur and how things will occur. But you can do your best to follow your passion and to trust that the things that you're looking for are also looking for you. And in this world, you don't create anything out of thin air. Everything's already here. You know what I mean? This car, it already existed before I got in it. And you know that science reference where it's like if a tree falls in the middle of a forest and no one's there... Does it make a sound? Yes, it does make a sound. We're just not there to observe it. And because, obviously, I don't know that factually. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's actually true because we're not there to observe it. So we don't know if it's true. But I think that regardless of whether or not we're there, I think it does make a sound because I think that it is its own thing. And an observer is there to observe, just like the observed is there to be observed, right? And it takes two to tango, and just like that, like, the universe takes two parts. And the universe is a multitude of different things, you know, there's a bunch of different elements, and, you know, there's water, wind, water, air, earth, fire, plasma, space. Or space. I don't know if plasma is its own thing, but, you know gas, liquid, solid, all these different things construct us, 
construct the universe that we're in. Construct the world that we're in right now. Or at least our little corner of outer space. And the fact that I am in space. That's a very trippy concept that I feel like people don't. They don't recognize that fact when it comes to manifestation and stuff like that. Because everything is super mundane when it comes to being a person. Like the things that we're concerned about is making money, is selling, is making profits, it's, you know, making more efficient ways of transportation. Like our, I feel like, not that we're a mundane thing, because we're really not, like we're a very complex creature, but our thoughts are very mundane, because we express ourselves in a very mundane way. And because of this, this is how I interpret manifestation. When I looked at myself from an observer's point of view and looked at how did I get the things that I just wanted? And I realized that it was through the process that everybody teaches you. Everybody teaches you, oh, just visualize, meditate, and then let it go. Or use the law of assumption or use the law of attraction or use this law of the universe, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's always laws of the universe. And I'm like, which one's which? Like, which ones are actual laws? Because so many people are like, this is a law. This is a law. This is a law. I don't. I can't. I get lost, right? Just because the internet is huge. And there's so many laws of whatever the case is. And so I sat there from an observer's point of view. And I was like, okay, how did I get all the things I've ever wanted? And I remember before I went to school, I was I was so unbothered with, like, with the fact that when I looked at my timestamp, it was 555. So, like, this thought is a good one. I know what I could feel it. So, anyways, when I went to school, I was very unbothered by the fact of, like, do, are people going to accept me? Am I going to make friends? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that was not on my mind at all. It wasn't on my mind at all. My, if anything, it was more of like, ooh, what experiences am I going to have? Like, am I going to, you know, experience this? Am I going to get to do this? I wonder what fun stuff I'm going to get to do for free type of thing. Like, I, I was always really excited to go to school just because, like, it was a new thing. And new things are exciting to me. And I know people who used to move a lot. Like, I moved a lot, but for me it was exciting because I'm like, ooh. I get to meet new people, you know what I mean? And I get to travel. And I know most people who grew up in the same neighborhood as me haven't even been out of this state, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I feel privileged because regardless of the fact that I had to move, it meant that, like, I got to see other parts of the world that other people didn't get to see. And, like, I feel very fortunate to have seen them. And although things at that point in time were kind of rocky. I feel like it wasn't really rocky to me because I got to have new experiences, good or bad. You know what I mean? Like, I can say that that happened. And that's a fun story. Even if it's a good one, even if it's a bad one. You know what I mean? Like, it's a story is a story. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, they're all fucking stories. You know, when I go to sleep, today's gonna be a story. So, why am I gonna be super duper worried and concerned about these things? You know what I mean? And when I said that, I got a notification for, are you trying to make $20 an hour? <laughs> but obviously the notification doesn't matter. I'm just talking about like the fact that I got the notification. So 
besides that, when I followed my most, or when I was in my most accepted place in life, like, not accepted, but accepting, I always use the wrong vocabulary, so I apologize for that, but when I was in my most accepting state of whatever the universe had for me, obviously, you kind of sift and sort through things that you don't like and things you do like. Like, I didn't like, I don't know, getting bullied at school. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't something that I was worried about, but it was something that I had happen. And it wasn't something that I prefer. You know, like, I wouldn't prefer to get bullied. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really care. Like, who are you to me? You know what I mean? And for that reason, I really didn't care about having friends. Like, that was one of the huge reasons why going into schools and other schools and going to new schools, I wasn't concerned with having friends because I was like, I've had friends. I've not had friends. It doesn't really make a difference to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to have to wake up early in the morning. I'm still going to have to go to school and take my notes and open my books and read them bitches. You know, like, I'm still going to have all the same, same experience, just with different people. And so I wasn't really concerned with friends and stuff like that. And then I went to my version of, like, college, right? Because I was like, I really, really want to go to school, but I don't want to be at my house. Like, I don't want to live at my house and go to school and then come back. You know, like, I, I didn't want to do the the thing that people normally do in my situation. Go to, like, a, a, a community college and then transfer to university. And blah, 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 you know? Like, I was like, no, I just want to do something that will be, like, easy, fast, and I don't have to be home. And then I went and I did this school that you live on campus. And to me, that was really exciting because I was like, ooh, I don't have to be home, you know? Like, to me, that was exciting. I didn't want to be home. So that's where my excitement was. And that's where my excitement led me. And my sister's actually the one that came up with this resource. She was like, hey, this is a school that's free. And you don't have to pay. All you do is sign up and, you know, you get to live on the school so you don't come home. And the way that my sister said it to me, she kind of, like, sold it to me. She's like, they give you an apartment. And it's like, you live in an apartment with these roommates and you guys are taught how to live, taught how to clean, taught how to do this and this and that. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, I want to do that. And then I go and it's like, not that at all. And... I wasn't really disappointed with the the whole atmosphere at all just because I'm like the whole reason that I wanted to do this was because I wanted to not be home. So I don't care the situation, I don't care the living arrangements, I don't care what is, you know, how the fuck they process shit, how they do shit. I'm here and that's all I need. And like I said, I wasn't really concerned with making friends and stuff like that. And then when I got to this school, I had so many friends, like so many people talked to me, so many people knew my name, and obviously if you know my name, it doesn't mean that we're friends, you know, but like I had so many people that were like, hey, do you want to hang out, do you want to do this, do you want to go off campus uh, this weekend, do you want to do this, do you want to do that, like I had so many people inviting me places, I had so many people not only, you know, being my friend, but like being good friends like some people would buy me stuff and I'm like you don't need to do that like like I feel like a bum when you buy me shit like don't buy me stuff and they would still buy me stuff and I met people's parents like 
I I made the most amazing friends there. And to this day, I talk to a lot of them. And, you know, most people don't get to say that they had that experience. And I feel like the reason that that happened and the reason that I created that, like, it wasn't something that I pulled out of my fucking ass and I was like, oh, look, the universe is going to create this thing for me. It's going to create the exact scenario that I want. It's going to create the exact scenery that I want. It's going to create exactly what I want. Especially if I'm not specific. Like, that's not going to occur. And I could be really specific and be like, okay, this is what I want. And, for example, I know a lot of people who are like, this is what I want out of a, a boyfriend or girlfriend or a partner or a relationship. And they'll list, like, a billion things. And most people would be like, oh, that's not real. You know, like, that's not realistic because people are not, like, you can't just build a person and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you get what you get type of thing. But the universe is already creating every single possibility of a person and a personality. So for another person to sit there and be like, that's not real, you're not being realistic now. So, like, this this is very hypocritical of a situation. And when I looked at my clock, it was 13, 13. And so with that being said, something that I understood at that moment, like of observing what I got from that situation, is that I got things that I didn't even, obviously there were things that I didn't like. I'm not going to sit here and say that that situation was perfect because there was a lot of drama that came with having so many fucking friends. And there was drama that came with like having people know you. And, you know, the experience of living at the same place that all your friends live at. You know what I mean? Like, there's no separation. So, basically, everything that you were trying to hide, you can't. You know what I mean? And so, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that everything was perfect. And that I got an amazing situation. And that it was the most perfect, amazing thing that I've ever experienced. And blah, blah, blah. And whoop dee doo But it did show me what I did like and what I didn't like and that was something that I didn't know before right and like I said you can have a whole list of this ideal person and people can sit there and say that's not real but it doesn't mean that it's not real and your process of like experiencing people that you didn't like was the reason that you got to this list you know what I mean? So you're sifting and sorting, as Abraham Hicks likes to say. You're sifting and sorting through the things that you want to see and the things you don't want to see. And you're continuously doing that. And your likes and your dislikes continuously change. And so when I sit back from an observer point of view and realize that, you know, I've gone all these manifestations without any hesitation or anything of that nature. Like, I always got what I wanted. And... I didn't even know what I wanted until, you know, really getting down to the nitty gritty of it and being like, okay, what do I like? What do I really not like? And what's my gray area? You know, really breaking down, okay, who I, who am I right at this very second? What do I like to do? What do I like to see? What do I want to see? What I don't want to see? And the more I got down to a definitive point, obviously it's harder for the universe to just like bring you exactly what you want just because it's a it's it's kind of like if I like cake or if I like ice cream and I said universe bring me ice cream cool there's a billion flavors of ice cream I could just freeze ice and some milk and some sugar 
and boom, that's ice cream. You know what I mean? But if you're like, bring me only the flavors that I like, that option is a lot slimmer. So it's kind of like using a funnel to get what you want, but that funnel, because it's so small, compared to the options that you have being alive, of course, is going to take a lot longer because that's just how it works. You're going to suffocate this funnel if the options that you're trying to, you know, use is too many. And that's what you do as a human being when you're manifesting, when you're creating your desired reality. You're just sifting and sorting and really it's just funneling into one specific channel, right? One thing in your life so it can drop in. And because the world is so huge and you have so many options, it's going to take a little bit longer to sort through because there's so much that's suffocating this um, uh, funnel. And so back to the point of the story. When I was realizing and sitting down and like looking back at this situation, really all I was doing was following my excitement. I was really excited to move. I was really excited to go and change my reality. And my reality meant not being around my family all the time. Not being around the same people all the time. Not doing the same things all the time. And when people talk about like, oh, my excitement is to travel the world and to do different things and to not have the same experience over and over. And I'm like, you can do that without money, without any type of aid. You just have to follow that excitement. Find ways to do that for free. I know AmeriCorps um, is a program that, you know, you go and you build houses for, like, communities that are in need of, like, whatever the fuck they're in need of. Like, they build schools for communities in third world countries, third world countries. And, you know, for a long time I was like, oh, I should do that because I want to help people. But it wasn't my true excitement. My true excitement is forever changing. But right now, and for what it's been for the past couple of years, is doing things that are spiritual. And following that excitement. And when you follow your true excitement, it works out for you. Like, I remember trying to apply for this school... And it wasn't really something that I was excited to do. I was just going to do it because my mom wants me to have this perfect life. You know, this perfect white picket fence life. And she wants me to have it now. And I'm like, okay, what's the fastest thing that I can do right now to put my mom's mind at ease? And I signed up for this school and it didn't work out. Like, they didn't accept me into the school even though I wrote, like, this amazing fucking letter. And I had this other, I had this um, teacher that I had in high school write me a letter of recommendation and this person went to college you know so like I trust their their grammar the way that they wrote and you know I read what they wrote and it was very thoughtful and really sweet and I didn't get accepted like things just don't work out because I wasn't following my excitement I was following my mom's excitement you know unless that is my true excitement like to make my mom proud is the driving force of me and it's just not. And I'm very, I, sometimes it makes me feel like extremely selfish because I'm like, I could be doing something that makes my mom happy, but at the end of the day, I'd be miserable. And I can't keep up a front to make somebody else happy, even though, you know, I can still do things for this person, even if I'm not doing the exact thing that they want me to do. 
And besides that, the fact that I didn't get accepted, I ended up taking this... I was like, I want to live somewhere. This is my, my process for when I was doing this this thing, right? This new thing. I was like, my excitement would be to find... And something else that I've also experienced is that when I do things that I'm a little bit scared to do, like, there's a little bit of fear there. You know what I mean? Not complete paralyzing fear where I'm like, I'm never going to do that. There's a little bit of fear there. I'm like, ooh, that's kind of scary because, like, I've never experienced that before. But it's also kind of exciting because I've never experienced that before. But there's a lot of fear because you never know what can happen in this type of environment. That's when I did what needed to be done. And I've always found that in myself. Like, when I was a little bit scared to do something, but it wasn't enough to, to stop me. Like, I remember in sixth grade, I was like, I really, really love, love basketball. And I want to be a part of the team, so I'm going to try out. And then when I tried out, I was the only girl. And that scared me. And I was like, is this even, like, a co-ed team? Like, I asked the coach, like, 30 times that day. I was like, are you sure this is a co-ed team? Because why am I the only girl? And this coach continuously reassured me, like, it is a co-ed team. You just are the only one. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, that was so scary to me. And I was the smallest. I was so tiny as a kid. Like, when I was in sixth grade, I was four, two. Four feet, two inches in sixth grade. I was the shortest person on the team. Shortest person in my fucking class. Well, second shortest person in my class. But I was the smallest fucking kid. So, of course, I was scared, you know. And there was people on the team who were like 6'1", 6'2". And I'm like, you know, looking straight up at them. And for some reason, it was always doing things when I was scared that it worked out the best. Let me bring it back to the story I'm talking about. I was was looking at opportunities to live in a place where the community is spiritual and where they care about mental health, where they care about other people, where they care about waking up other people to their spiritual nature and where they teach people and where I can be taught. And then I found this Buddhist retreat center and and to me, I was like, I'm not Buddhist. Like, why would I want to do that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not Buddhist. I'm not Like, I'm probably nothing like these people. These people are probably like, holy angels. And I am not a holy angel. Like, you know, like I have stepped on bugs. And, you know, Buddhists frown upon that. You know, I'm not saying that that's like 100% of the the things that they talk about. But like, they always talk about protecting life and, you know, doing these really amazing, beautiful things. Which I'm not opposed to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit here and like purposely step on bugs. You know what I mean? But... It's also not something that was really connecting to me. Because I was like, I'm not really Buddhist. I'm kind of scared because I swear so much. I swear so much. Like, if I can't swear at this place, I'm not going to feel like I'm able to express myself. And then I got onto the call with the person that was hiring me. And they swore. And I was like, oh, you swore. And this person had no problem swearing. And I was like, oh, okay. I think I will be okay in this environment. And I was really scared. Really scared. Like, you don't know how scared I was because it was so far from my house. And I can't just, like, get on a plane and go to them and then get back on, you know, I can't just get a taxi and go home. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I can just opt out of. And I went and I learned so much. So much. And I even met 
some teachers who changed my perspective of everything. And I met some people who changed my perspective on a lot of different things. And I didn't know that that was exactly what I wanted until I did it. And everybody in my family was like, you're wasting your time. You're doing this. You're not doing this. You're not like you got your head on straight. Like what's going on? Why are you doing all these things? Like you shouldn't be going there. Why are you joining a cult? And I'm like, you're literally Christian. You're literally Christian. That's not a cult to you. You know? So. Point is. That. When I followed my passion. To the highest extent that I could possibly. Follow it. That's when things worked out. And. It was always when I was just a little bit like. There's a little bit of fear. But there's. Pure excitement. Because. There's fear in the things you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what it meant to be Buddhist. I was super duper scared of, like, the definition that I was going to find myself in. And the the location I was going to find myself in. And the people that were going to surround me. I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to be, like, holy saints who, you know, frown upon my every decision? And they were the most accepting people that I've ever been around. And, you know... That's when I realized, that's when it really clicked for me that that's how you manifest. And sometimes you don't even know what you want. Most people don't manifest consciously. You know what I mean? Like, most people are just doing exactly what the fuck they want to do because it's exciting to them. And the more that they follow this string of excitement, the more exciting things happen. I know people who have, I don't know, like... For example, like, this is something that I don't talk about a lot, but I do have a tendency to mention, like, addicts and stuff, they're doing exactly what they want to do. You know what I mean? Like, they are not concerned with what you have to say about their life. And that's the way that I want to accept my damn self. I want to accept myself the way addicts accept themselves. Because they could be hating themselves. But they're still doing exactly what the fuck they want to do. And they're not letting you judge them. And if they are judging themselves already. Like that's exactly why you don't affect them. You know what I mean? And like I just. I really want that type of self love in my life. And you know. I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, I'm not trying and blah, blah, blah. Because I am trying. But sometimes I have a harder time than other days. You know, I'm not going to lie. But we're doing extremely well today. So, not the point. But the point is that follow your excitement. And that's how you create whatever you want to create. And you're not creating it. It's already in the world. You're just pulling it closer and closer to you. You know what I mean? Like, I could ask for red sunglasses or red um, blue light glasses, which is so funny. These are red glasses, but they're for blue light. I could sit here and ask for that to be invented, but it's already here. You know what I mean? And I could sit here and be like, oh, you know what they need to create? They need to create holographic TVs, which are already basically getting to... 
And you're always creating your most excite, like your most, the thing that you're most excited for. If that for you is love, then you create love options. If that for you is cats and dogs, then you create pet options, you know? If that for you is career, then you create career options. If that for you is school, whatever the case is for you. And the, that thing is already here or else you wouldn't want it. So you're just bringing it closer and closer and closer and closer to you by just being excited. By just doing whatever excites you the most. And, you know, continuing to do that with no expectation of an outcome. You're just doing whatever excites you for the fuck of it. Because you only got one life, you know. But unless you're Buddhist, then you relive until everything is exalted. So, whatever the case is for you, live your life to your most passionate self. And that will create whatever you're trying to create. You don't even need to tell the world what you're trying to create. You don't even need to write it down. You don't even need to write a script of, like, this is exactly what I want. This is the exact color I want it in. This is the exact picture I want to see. This is the exact, exact, exact thing. The world already knows what you want. You're in your mind, therefore you already know what you're thinking. You know what I mean? The world already knows what you want. Just go out and be excited and don't worry about whether that's actually going to come to you. Trust that it will come to you. And don't sit there and downplay like it's not going to come to me because I'm not concerned and I'm not working towards it. Because if that's your belief that you have to work for everything, then you're going to have to work for it. But if you don't believe that to be true and you believe in following your excitement like me, then things will just happen. And maybe you'll be at the right place, right time. Maybe you'll apply for the right positions. Maybe you will have somebody else recommend a position for you. Maybe you'll have somebody else be like, hey, this is a good idea. I think this would be really fitting for you. And I think that this would be a really good idea for you. And I think you would have a lot of fun with this. And boom. Things just happen. That's how you manifest. Anyways, I gotta end this just because this shit's fucking long. And I'm sorry for that. Anyways, thanks for tuning in and tapping in. It's been The Spiritual Word. Follow your excitement. Follow your passion. Follow your love. And that's that's it. I hope that this was entertaining in some way, shape, and form. And that it was helpful in some way, shape, and form. If it was helpful. I don't know if it was. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.